wondered what hypnosis might be and what it can do for you? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere with your host, Inez Simpson. This is the show that talks to everyone, from the experienced practitioner to the cautiously curious, and yes, even the skeptics. Now, here's Inez Simpson. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere, and this is our Canada Day edition, because I am Canadian. And here we go. And I'm welcoming my Scottish friend, Bob Burns, today. So hey. I guess we're all just from, what do we call that? Commonwealth. The Commonwealth, yes. In a way, in a way that's true, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we're going to talk about everything and anything today. And Bob, as usual, is in good form, which I'm very happy to say. So I'm just going to get him to introduce himself with a little bio, and then we will get started. Okay, okay. Hi, everybody. Uh, some of you will never heard of me before, so very, very quickly. Uh, I am a clinical hypnotist, uh, former musician, magician, stage hypnotist, street hypnotist, stand-up comedian, all that kind of good stuff where you don't really have to work to earn a living. So I've been doing this clinical hypnosis stuff for about 40 years now. And uh, right now I mainly do workshops. Well, I used to do workshops all around the world, like Inez, but the world has changed. So we're doing more online stuff. We'll maybe get into a little bit later on in Ezra. Yeah, we'll talk about that. But in a scattered nutshell, that's who I am. I'm based in Montrose in Scotland, the home of James Esdale, who gave us a fair bit of this thing that we call hypnosis. He was famous for cutting off men's testicles, purely, <laughs> in, a, purely in a medical format, you understand. But, uh, there you go. <laughs> Actually, it's very true, and it, but it was in yeah. Calcutta in, a, in prison. So I better watch out where you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Won't feel my funny. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but you're ba- you have a bad effect on me. So uh, really what I'd like to talk about is all kinds of stuff. But really what I want to go first is let's talk about uh, evidence-based hypnosis and what I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about that? <laughs> Which so, is not evidence-based. So, of course, we. Uh, I don't know if they'll even believe us, Inez, that just before the program started, we gave ourselves an idea of what we're going to talk about. But that's good. And we said it's good that way, is it? Because we don't have anything seriously planned if we can get right into it and no. have a bit of fun. Now, I am to mention, I was talking with some people I was doing a workshop with in Australia just a couple of days ago online. And the question got asked about this thing called evidence-based. Because, uh, you know, a lot of people uh, look upon it, that form of hypnosis, evidence-based hypnosis, up against what they call, in our form, they call it anecdotal. It's really pees us off a little bit, I suppose, because the, the whole idea of anecdotal is it's just a story. Yeah, they give you these wonderful <laughs> these wonderful things, but they're just stories where evidence-based is real. And I was, I was telling the folks that really, if you look up this word evidence-based, what makes it evidence-based and what makes ours stories, it's basically, albeit in a very scattered nutshell, and I could give myself <laughs> an argument on this, but basically it's the fact that if the Simmons and, and McTavish, who both go to Oxford, get their PhDs, get 17 people in a room, ask them questions, and 13 or 14 come up with this answer. They can put that into the Lancet or some medical journal, and it becomes instantly, bang, evidence-based. If I do something with 1,000 people, and 500 of the people I've trained do that with 1,000 people, and we all come together, with a 95% agreement that something is this, that's anecdotal, unfortunately. It's not good enough to be evidence-based. We didn't go to Oxford, and we don't have a PhD. And my main argument was, 
evidence-based for me is what I, me, what I find out in my therapy room and I get to share with my colleagues around the world. Uh, that's it. And, and that's the same exactly for us. And people will say, well, uh, how come you keep doing that? 40 years you've been doing this. Why? It's not supposed to work because it's not evidence-based. <laughs> yeah, that's a, no, there is an argument not. Well, we keep finding out new things, do we, all the time? Always. You things it's just it's just wonderful. No, we talk art. about exploring the mind all the time, and it just mm -hmm. goes, it's infinite. The yeah. final frontier and all that. And, and as you know, evidence as, as you know, Inez, when people come and watch you and I work at certain times, these wonderful evidence-based people, they turn pure white, and are quite happy to leave the room. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 I think so. But you know what? We prove it, and the proof is in the pudding, as they say. Mm -hmm. And we have many clients and students that have clients and. Everything that and it all works, evidence-based yep. or not, yeah. and evidence-based to me is a little bit uh, shortcoming. You know, it, it it doesn't show any sort of scope for moving forward in any way. We we got to test this, and this is how it worked 50 years ago. 50 years ago, we did this, and it still works today. Yes, it still works today, but we could move forward from it. <laughs> and I think, and I think the thing they need to remember is it's evidence based. That's the word. It's evidence based. It's not proof based. It's no. evidence based. And everything that comes from the world of psychology, and that's my world. That's where I went and did my honours degree through university and what have you. But I knew when I was doing it that psychology is a soft science. It always was, and it always will be. It's lovely, but it's a soft science. So yes. And uh, I guess they could say the same thing about what we do. Uh, that it's a soft or we're soft in the head, most of them think. Uh, yeah. But, you know, it is a, something that really works and has been proven to work for for you. It's 40 years. For me, it's only 20. Well, you're just a kid. I uh, just, there's, yeah. There's well, I, I just started about. late. That's all. Oh, you look lovely, Bob. That's a good thing. Thank now, you, as you know, Bob Burns has been on with me a couple times before and he likes to have the fun. So expect anything today. Really Thank you very much. Expect it all. So I'm glad we talked that got that out of the way. Even though um, you were going to talk to me about something called moon therapy, and I'm scared to ask, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Yeah. Well, it's interesting, and we're watching our time. I'm going to try and be very careful. Remember, we're on live radio, but I'll do this. Uh, I'll, I'll move on quite quickly with. It. I used to have a wonderful friend called Danny Mearsba many years ago, and he was one of these guys, an older guy that you respected and you looked up to. And one day I had the pleasure of having dinner with Danny and uh, it was one of these lulls in conversation and I felt it was my turn to speak. And I said, so Danny, have you always loved people? And as soon as I said it, I thought, what a stupid thing for one man to say to another. And he looked at me and he said, Bob, you, you don't know my story? And I thought, oh my God, Danny has a story. I was even more excited. And he told me this amazing story that he always had never liked people. He never liked any human being. He just never got there not even with friends and family. So one day he decided that he would look at the situation where it's possible that if the moon changes all the waters of the world, it could change all the waters of a human brain, which I think is pretty cool, yeah? Yeah, so he, it, he, makes, it makes sense to me, which is maybe scary. So he went, he went on a Mediterranean cruise for one month, a calendar month, where he worked as, a, he would just serve people. He would just serve people drinks and food and roll down their beds and that. But here was the deal. Danny said, what I'm going to do is I'm going to love everybody. Genuinely love. I'm going to act it. And here's the other thing he told me, Inez. When his shift finished and he closed his door, he didn't get to drop an F-bomb. He had to send out nice thoughts for them. 
uh, and go to bed and he would keep this up completely. He wasn't allowed a minute off. And he told me that at the end of the month, when they were all leaving, they were shaking his hand and hugging him. He said, I just stood there sobbing, front of my shirt, soaking with tears because these were people I truly loved and they were, they were leaving me now. But he kept good friends for him for the rest of their lives. How about that? But he then went on and he, he turned to me and he says, and there it is, Bob. And I says, there is what, Danny? He says, there it is, moon therapy. It changed me completely. And now guess what? I just love everybody. And I started laughing because that's true. Danny Nesbrough was the loveliest man I ever met, but he physically went and did something that he believed in and it happened for him. So yeah, moon therapy. Well, I think moon therapy is a valid thing because it's just it's just the thought that even the idea that he made himself positive all the time, that's not an easy thing to do. Mm. And he did that. I know I've been in that job. <laughs> and you know, Ines, we use, this, we use this term, do we? It's a term I made up many years ago. And I can't get a better one, and it's real or imagined. Yes. So it's either, it's either real that the moon moved the waters of his world, or it's imagined. But if it's truly yes. imagined by him and he believes it, boom. Yes, oh, real little, or imagined. A of, yeah, a little bit of woo woo could go a little way now and again. So uh, I'm for done in Esbern and moon therapy, yeah. But it's true, real or imagined. I've, I've got this across to the audience lots of times is that everybody's reality is different anyway. Why don't you pick your reality? That's what Donnie yeah. did. He picked his reality and that worked for him. And that's a little bit like Reverend Tim. The other day he was on the show and he kept saying, well, he was on the Toronto f freeway and it was, you know, they were cutting him off and stuff. And the, you know, the finger was coming up from to him and stuff. And he just yelled out the window, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and he, after he'd done that a few times, by the time he got yeah. to the place, he was just beaming. Where that's he a was great going. Story. That's a yeah, great so story. you know, yeah. that's what you need to do. Shift your reality, real or imagined. Start it now. Moon therapy yeah. and loving people. Hey, that turned out great. Let's just keep going. Oh, <laughs> we do have to talk about the swan. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So, will I talk or will you ask? <laughs> okay, well, that's a good thing. I'm asking you to talk about the swan because I think. It's in the same line of thinking as me. You and I think the yeah. same in many ways. Yeah. And, of course, we love to talk to each other because we agree on most things. Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, but I love this one. The only thing we don't agree on is that you say it's not hypnosis. And I say, well, maybe not formal hypnosis, but it bypasses the conscious and what's real or imagined. So, to me, it's still hypnosis. So, we'll yeah. agree to, to it's just semantics. Yeah. After all. Yeah, and, and again, you know, it bypasses the, uh, uh, when we say it bypasses this and we use words, all of these things are constructs. Yeah, totally. Con including the swan, by the way. Yeah. Yes, including what I do. Everything in this world is a construct. So when somebody says something you don't understand, it's only because they use the words. You can, within your own right, stand, turn back to them and say, coolly woodly, fardly badly, makaruti, <laughs> and really annoy them. Or scream, I love you. That would do it as well, yeah? Yeah. It's all the constructs. Now, yeah. back, to me, back to me and my swan for any of the uh, any of the listeners who don't know anything about that. Uh, so we're talking about seven, eight years ago. I run my fingers through my hair, put them onto the side of the chair, and I noticed my leaning on my elbow, my hand was, was flopped. And I looked at my hand and I said, my God, you look like a swan, don't you? And my hand moved. It flopped and said yes, which scared the hell out of me. But uh, within, within, within three, four days later, I was in the therapy room doing that with strangers. And then the whole thing exploded, as you know it is. Mm -hmm. Some 
somebody thought I was an idiot, offered to give me a flight ticket to come down to London to sit before a group of psychologists and do it. I said yes, regretting that I'd said yes. I went in and the thing exploded. Somebody took a, a short film on it in a mobile phone, put it online. Uh, I then made up a DVD of it because people seemed to like it. And I thought, well, I'll get my money back. I got my money back by Thursday and I paid off my mortgage within a month. So it then went on to sell in 85 countries around the world. And as you know, I now travel the world teaching the swan on similar protocols like the swan. But basically, it's a, it's a, it's a protocol. It's something that uh, allows people to... I like the way that Rick Collingwood said about it. He's a, an Australian hypnotist. He said the swan uh, opens the... It's, the it's, that, it's, that, it's that gateway to everything else. So I, I like the way he said that. Uh, well, I, I think it is. I think it's a very good thing to do with people. And that's why I'm promoting you and the swan as usual. But I really think it's great. And we'll talk about that later because we're going to be doing a training on the swan. You are. Yes, we are. Yeah. And I'm just going to be a sidekick standing yeah, but I'll in. Give, yes, but, uh, I'll give you things good. to say. I'll give you, I'll give you <laughs> things to say. I'll, I'll write it down a piece of paper. Uh, none of this, none, none of this joined up writing rubbish. So we block capitals. It's going to be, a, it's going to be a ball. We're going to have the time of our lives. So we'll talk about that at the end of the show to make sure yeah. everybody knows we're going to do it and what dates Absolutely. we're doing that. It's yeah. going to be great, and it's going to be great because time zones. It'll be, of course, in my time zone and your time zone. So that's a lot of the world, actually. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Uh, that's so that'll be fun, and it'll be live online, and we'll talk about it again later to remind mm. people how good it is. But what I like about the swan is that it is spontaneous and different for everybody. And it comes from them. And it, 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 it makes them believe that they have other parts of them. There makes them understand that they're not just this part that's talking at the moment. There's other parts in there. And they are love to come forward and say, yeah, I'm present. I'm here. Yeah. 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 And it's nice when a part comes forward and says something as simple as, oh, my God, you see me. Yeah. You, you, you see me. You know, the client came along, but I'm not talking to the client. I'm talking to this part within them. And the part saying, oh, my goodness, you see me. How wonderful. Yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a lovely story that you'll really appreciate it is. Just the, the other week, I, this wonderful part came forward, talked to me in the right voice, speaking just like we're speaking now. And I said, well, they're lacking confidence. Do you think you could help them with this? Yes, I think I could. I think I absolutely could. And I said, that's wonderful. While you're here, by the way, is there anything I can do for you? And when this happens, not a lot of people ask in parts therapy, can I do anything for the part? But I said, is there anything I can do for you? And I said, well, yes, yes. And I said, what would you like? And it thought for a minute and said, maybe confidence? I said, let me get this right. You want confidence to give them confidence? And it said, well, why not? And we both started laughing, me and the part. How wonderfully ridiculous, yeah? But yeah. we got a uh, result. Yeah. yeah, of course, that's great. And uh, people who quite not understand that can go look on YouTube and watch you do the swan. And it's uh, it's amazing. So, uh, you know, we've got another three minutes. So um, between evidence-based and swan, do you think the swan is evidence-based? Well, <laughs> it is for me. I think my work is evidence-based because uh, I keep putting it up to the test every so often. I've got a lovely guy called uh, uh, Joe um, Binnis, who I talked to last week, who when he did this one, this part came through and gave us a name, and gave us the address uh, in the, on a street in Belfast, 
and said he was a cousin of his, his granddad. Well, you, you know, you've got to be sitting there thinking, well, this is nonsense. He died in, in 1904. But off he went and checked it, and he contacted me two days later and says, a man of that name lived in that street. I don't know that you knew my grandfather. What are you about? It's an interesting one. And yeah. uh, that's, that's at least evidence-based. Yeah? I, I think so. True, it's at least evidence-based. Uh, but, of course, uh, the people that you know talk about evidence-based don't mean what we think is evidence. They want to talk about it, and they want to make sure that they have seen it somewhere, supposedly. People have seen that, by the way, you working with people and other parts mm -hmm. coming forward. And sometimes there's even angry parts. There's other parts. They're not all like lightness and, and, and thing. So different mm -hmm. therapeutic parts come forward. It's, it's a great form of supposedly parts therapy, but I think it's much more than that. Yeah. 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 And we mustn't go too strongly into the angry parts because it, uh, it's, not a, it's not a good place to go to. But the answer is yes. Ah, I agree. Why, why would there not be? If there's love, why wouldn't there be hate? And so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah of course. But what the happens is for you, you can actually help them get that angry part to let go of some of that anger. Absolutely. And, instead and, of then, rid, and, and not just get rid of the angry part, Inez, but we help the angry part. Yes, that's what I mean. Totally. Yeah. That's what you do. And I think this is the whole idea. Even in regular parts therapy, that is supposedly the idea, is that you have a mediator part and that talks between both parts so they both get what they want in the end. And yeah. Yeah, But I think this one goes much further than that. Anyway, yeah. that's my, my preference of thinking and because I'm a supporter of the swan. And just like uh, I talk about modern hypnosis, and we can do that in, you know, in the next segment or something. We'll talk a little bit of where modern hypnosis is gone and where you and me uh, are sort of the forefront. We're a little bit the loony ones that you know, don't do evidence-based stuff, and we have lots of good outcomes. So we'll talk about that in the next segment. But sure. right now, I want you to understand that for me, I really think that the swan is superb. Thank you, my darling. <laughs> and you're welcome. So we'll just um, think there's something going on with Josh, but we'll maybe go to break. We'll see you. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, this is Inez Simpson. Thanks for listening to the show Hypnosis Everywhere. If this is the first time listening, well, we have a whole treasure trove of shows archived here and on Voice America page and in Hypnosis Everywhere website, all free for you to listen to anytime. The first year's broadcast showed the amazing diversity of the talent and the skills of those people who make up our fascinating hypnosis community. This season, Hypnosis Everywhere, the next level, will delve deep into where modern hypnosis is now taking us. 
the new discoveries and adventures as we explore this infinite mind of ours. And we explore Simpson Protocol hypnosis that is taking us higher and deeper than ever before. We'll talk about the astounding insights that show us how our mind can shape and change our lives for the better. So come join us on Hypnosis Everywhere, amazing people who are on amazing adventures in this world of hypnosis. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, send an email to Inez, that's I-N-E-S, at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back, everybody. And I think I'm just going to ask Bob a little bit of his ideas of where modern hypnosis is going. Because uh, both of us like to talk about this subject because we want to make the profession <coughs> move forward. So, sure, well... Well, you, you, you just brought that up, Inez. I haven't put any deep thought into it, but we can talk a little bit and rumble it over and see where we're going. It scares me that uh, not long ago I was talking to someone. I'll be very careful of my wording here, of course. No names will be mentioned. But they were going to a, a, a convention. So this would be about four or five months ago. And they were going to be talking and training on the convention. And then I said, let me see if I got this right. But didn't you say you, you just trained six months ago? And they said, yeah. And I said, do you see, do you see many clients? And they said, no, I, I don't actually see clients. I'm not interested in seeing clients. I just want to, I just want to train people. And uh, I just, I try to hold myself together without grimacing. Uh, that, that's a kickoff for modern hypnosis right now. Lots of challenges, lots of conventions with lots of people. And I'll just say it, I'm really not very good. It's kind of, kind of quite scary. So for me, for someone to teach this stuff, uh, as you know, I always teach it in the therapy room. But see some of the words coming from really well-known people within our industry right now. There are lots of, and by the way, I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm just saying it's interesting now. Lots of people, for example, do not believe in any depth. They don't think there's any depth. There's no point in saying go deeper, 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 because there is, is no depth. Here's another argument. Many others, them and friends of theirs, do not believe there's any such thing as trance. Trance in itself is not true. You don't go into an actual trance. Even if you and I, Inez, have seen couple thousand people, their mouth wide open, saliva splattering against their, their shirt and their eyes rolling. They would say, that's not, that's not really a trance. It's, there's, there's no such thing as trance. So it's kind of, I don't quite understand that. And let's be honest, there's but some trance people... trance is natural. Why would it not be? That's right. But they're saying there's no trance, there's no difference of a natural trance to take them into hypnosis. Oh, that's I the way see. they talk. Okay. In fact, many of them will say, are you ready for this, modern hypnosis? There's no such thing as hypnosis. There's a little bit about that that's, that I, I kind of agree with. It's not that I agree with them. I think there is such a thing as hypnosis, of course. But I understand that sometimes I'll get a client who is not the best client in the world, and I've heard about it before they come and visit me. And my opening line before we even begin is, and by the way, don't worry too much about hypnosis. The hypnosis I use is a bit like gravity. Gravity says that whether you believe me or not, whether you think this is a good idea or not, whether you think I can do this or not, you step outside this window, you will go splat. Is that okay? And they look at me quite shocked. And then I say, but we, we don't need hypnosis. We could do this at the bar with a gin and tonic or even, or even horse riding. And they kind of relax then. But what they don't realize is I am using hypnotic language. Yeah, I'm, I'm entrancing with a form of hypnotic language. And that's okay because in my therapy room, as you know, sneaky is best. I think it's wonderful. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think Erickson did that too. It was yeah, a very yeah. sneaky man. Oh, from Erickson. <laughs> well, as you know, as you know, that's my that's my family motto. I have that above the fireplace. Snicarios estas bestas, which in Latin <laughs> means sneaky is best. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> a typical Scottish thinking. It's great. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> But so, seriously, yeah. that's, uh, I think modern hypnosis is, there's quite a few people moving forward. And I know that the constructs, we're always talking about constructs. So I think maybe first tell people what a construct is, because it's an agreed upon construct a lot of the time. Or it could be someone's who just hasn't agreed upon anything. They've just said that something's, you want, you, hey, listen, if you want to know somebody who makes I'm going to be very careful. I know this is going out to a lot of places over the other side of the pond. But uh, President Trump is the master of constructs, right? He will open his mouth and there is a construct right right there and then. And I'm, I'm not going to behave good, myself here. Yeah, I'm going to be very, very careful. I'm not saying that's good. I'm not saying that's bad. But by the way, I'm seriously, probably one of the best salesmen in the world. Let's not take that away from him. Master of constructs. So when yes. I open my mouth and I say something in my therapy room, I have constructed something. How about that? Now, if I nod my head while I'm saying it, they'll believe it more. If I make yeah. an open-handed gesture and put my head to the side, they'll believe me more again. By the time they leave in 45 minutes, it becomes their construct. How cool is that? Yeah. So, no, it's, it's cool, but it's what hap hypnosis is happening every day. And if uh, in the therapy room, you kind of like it. But when it's going across people who don't even come to therapy and they get it, it's yeah. a little more... You have to be careful on the outside. We've had done a whole show on that, you know, the advertising, the knowing how people are talking to you and and how to talk to yourself to get what you want. Well, yes, but we, we did this back in the 70s when I was flogging, when I was selling cars and the guy, the guy would give me a reason yeah. not to buy it. And he would say something like, uh, do you have it in blue? And I'd say, well, if I can get it in blue, do you want it in blue? And that would really puzzle the hell out of him because he'd, he would have nowhere else to go. And of course, what we had back then, same as we have now, a good therapist, we have rebuttals. The, the idea is that I should have an answer for anything my client says till I get them to buy what I'm selling them. And of mm -hmm. course, that is, that is freedom. That is change. Yeah. So I use, I use these skills surreptitiously, I guess. You could almost say that I lie to my clients by the, by the use of misrepresentation and omittance. But it's nice, Inez. It's like lying to a child until they're ready a more sophisticated truth, yeah? Yeah. So that's the kind of language you use. And they think, well, like, yeah, that, that, sound, that, sounds, that sounds okay. In, in session two or three, I won't be using that language. Yeah? No. So that's the way it works. Yeah, I, you know, and I think that's great because you have everyone, and let's face it, Bob, you use your charisma. Let's face that. I've got, I've got bugs of charisma. Bugs. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true because you, you use you always joke with them you always have a people love coming to see you because they have a fun time and fun time leads them into having change and it's awesome yeah well no not one's quite as funny as you so i can't really pull that off as well but. you're not as funny as me but you're a better kisser than i am and don't think <laughs> i and the rest don't think i and the rest of the guys haven't noticed that it's wonderful <laughs> bless you oh <laughs> uh, yeah you're lovely. Martin says, you know how you say you have, you ask people, do you, did you bring your manual today? Yeah, yeah, you bring your manual. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's one, of the, one of the questions I ask everyone as soon as I see them. Hi, how's it I've, going? Did you, did you bring your manual? I've actually stolen that from you. Well, quite right, so. 
I'm good off I, the you know, I'll say I'll say superconscious mind. Can you check this person's manual as if they had a manual? Just check how they work, and mm -hmm. then it'll say yes. <laughs> and the oh, client right. loves it. I think they just needed to find to know that it's just okay. You know, all that stuff's okay. Yes, it is. It's okay, and because we tell them, you know, truthfully, I don't know how you work, but I do know one thing: you don't have a conscious problem. If you had a conscious problem, you'd fix it yourself, wouldn't you? Yeah. You wouldn't put up with this. Exactly. So that tells so that tells me you've got a, that tells me you've got a subconscious problem. That tells me it's all inside you, but it's totally outside your control. By the way, you don't have a manual, do you? Because I've already <laughs> confirmed I've already confirmed we don't know what we're talking about. And that's okay. It's a bit of fun and we, we get them to relax yeah. and we go from there, yeah. Yeah, it's great. And uh, all those things make a big difference. So I have to say that you and I we both have a trainer that trains the Swan and Simpson Protocol. Mm -hmm. His name is Lance Baker, and he would yeah. definitely be considered uh, a little woo-woo because he's an energy worker. He does all kinds of other stuff. But he's he lives his life the way he is, and it's I think that's the honorable way to be. Yeah, he's, he's absolutely like that. There's no doubt about it. He's almost an Aborigine himself. Uh, he, he completely lives his life and the energies of what he does, but don't get fooled. This man is a highly academic and technical guy. He's got a great brain about. But I like the way that Lance will come up with some simple stuff. No, I, there you go. I, I trained I trained Lance in some ways some years ago. But I use some of his stuff. He's got a lovely line that I use forever. I use forever. So you get somebody that comes to you with a little bit of anxiety and what have you. And Lance has got this lovely line that I stole from him, and it says, uh, "Listen, it's just it's just it's like it's like your grandmother saying, hey, put your jacket on. It's cold outside.'" And what you're hearing is, don't go outside, you get taken away, you'll get raped, you'll get murdered, don't go there, <laughs> oh no. And they look at you, and guess what? They smile, and they think, oh, yeah, maybe, yeah. And another one of my favorite questions, again, from Lance is, has anything ever happened? Nothing ever happens to these people with these anxieties, you know? No. But that's what they went to build. So again, back to the lovely Lance Baker, beautiful line. Look, it's just your grandma telling you, put your jacket on, it's cold outside. Yeah? Yeah. And, yep. uh, you know, when, when they get the message, it makes a big difference. And I think his direction is uh, modern hypnosis for sure. And getting back to the modern hypnosis thing is, you know, it's people like him, people like you and me, and some other people that I could quote and mention. But we know quite a lot of the hypnotists in the world, the, the ones that are really good are out there. I know there's those six months ones that go on do trainings at conventions. Mm -hmm. Um, but they're ultimately a small part of our world, really. It's just annoys yes. us, that's all. <laughs> well, they're always going to be that. Yeah. yeah, but there's a lot of great people in our field, for sure. And I've had a lot of them on this show. And you are on for the third time because we love talking to each other. And we just, this is easy for me because I can just chat, chat you yeah. up. And this so. is incredible. This is the only show that I do in the world that I get no fee whatsoever. And I'm bought <laughs> three times. I mean, how much love is that showing, for God's sake? I mean, really. That's good love. That's yeah. good love. And I accept it. And uh, so let's talk a little bit about your online work now. Because you said, you know, we had a conversation. You said, well, I know you're starting to teach live online. Was that working? Mm. And then you started to experiment a little bit, and you decided it was pretty good. And I think you maybe just talk about that because people don't there's 
there's a facet of hypnosis they're too scared to do it out of the therapy room mm -hmm. that's yeah. that's true and they're worried that something will will, will go wrong uh, and that's a big fear they hold it's not it's not a, it's not a, a, an unnecessary fear just before I talk about that uh, in this very quickly many years ago I had this guy called uh, Mike Mike Delgano and he was going to Spain he was terrified of flying so uh, I gave him a I gave him a, a, a session and he flew to Barcelona and he, he bothered me every day phoning me from phone boxes all over the Costa Brava tell me the, hotel, the, the, the holiday was great but he was looking forward to the flight home he's loving it then the day he the day he was due to come back there was a crash there was a plane crash oh. in Barcelona he wouldn't go on the flight his wife's phoning me from the airport and I say put him on and he talks to me and I says where are you I'm on a phone where's the phone it's a wall phone Make sure there's heaps of money in. Okay, there's heaps of money in, but I'm not getting on the phone. Sit back against the wall, take a nice deep breath, close your eyes, listen to me. And the next thing I heard was, ping, 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 ping. I thought, oh my God, he said, he's out of money. And a voice said, hello, it's that Mr. Barnes. I says, who is this? He says, it's Dorothy. I said, where is he? He's leaning up against the wall. I said, put the phone to his ear and, and you listen in as well. Uh -oh. If you can hear me, nod your head. <laughs> so we do the thing. One, two, wide awake. Hey! I, I swear to you, three years later, he's got his pilot's license. Now, why would I tell you that story? Because of what we're talking about now, yeah? Online work. Lots of therapists terrified because oh, it'll be a disaster. You can't do it. Listen, I was doing it with phones from a guy up against the wall, terrified in Spain 30 years ago. Yes, you can. Providing we put in all the proper steps, and the main one being... And if you don't hear my voice for longer than 10 seconds, you'll open your eyes and everything will be fine. That's the yeah. main one, yeah? Yeah, I do it. that online. I set, it, I set it up and I say, now, there's not a problem. If you lose Wi-Fi or anything, yeah. you'll just emerge yourself and, and go and turn, you know, do what you need to do. And when you come back, you'll just be able to go right back where we were. So Absolutely. there's no problem. And I think it's because hypnotists have some beliefs that sometimes are a bit limiting, just like the rest of people. And they have a limiting belief that needs to be addressed because the world's changing. And we need to be able to do this. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And as you said, so I, I started a couple of months ago. I thought, well, uh, to be honest, my, my business was going down. I'm not, I'm not meeting anywhere. I'm not doing any sessions. So the only work I've got now is mainly my international work. I've canceled all my workshops. And I thought, let's see what happens if I do this. So I put out an ad saying, do you want to learn from Bob Burns uh, online, one-on-one? -on -one? two, four-hour days, uh, my income would drop drastically. But hey, uh, I can help somebody. I make something. Let's see what happens. The first person came forward. And let me tell you, Inez, that was a big mistake. Because one-on-one, -on -one, eight hours with Bob Burns is, is the worst idea in the world. I'm using, <laughs> I'm, I'm using hypnotic language. And this poor woman is sitting there in a chair going, <laughs> she's just going. She's going into trance. She's coming out. She's falling asleep. So then I started working with twos where we can share it and i get the threes not again so i've been working with twos and threes it's going great but as you know now i'm waiting to do what you've been doing i'm waiting to start doing what i used to do before working with groups of yeah. 20 and, 30 and what have you yeah. and from my point of view it's actually uh, in some ways a lot better than live live it's mm. still live and we're still connected but the focus is entirely on the learning they're not worried about what their neighbor wanted to tell them and, you know, the stories about, well, you know, I used to do this and this happened. Mm. But they're totally focused on what you're teaching. And 
for them, they love it because they're really starting to understand things easier. And when they practice, that's fun. They all go into a little room and, you know, they're still sitting in their chair. And the funniest thing that gets me is when they go <laughs> in the room, then they come back. Oh, we got to say goodbye to each other. I said, you're just going back to the main room. <laughs> you know, it's so real in the process that mm. they have to say goodbye to each other. And, and so I love somebody, that. And somebody said something wonderful to me just uh, yesterday, a guy called Pete Dalton from uh, Birmingham. I told him I was talking with you, Inez, about what we are doing. And I'm doing something a little bit different with him as far as time goes and hours goes. And, and um, he was quite quiet for a while. And I said, where are you? What, what are you thinking? He said, I'm just thinking that it's early days. We're all learning it all right now. It's the early months. And this might be the way things are in the future. And it's, it'll be amazing, Bob, for us to find out what we know in three months more than we do now. And I thought, very wise words. Yeah? It is. It's constant learning and going forward. And yeah. so when we're doing this now, it's going to be... Uh, a treat for you, I think, Bob. I think you'll love it. Uh, and because I've seen you work live, and that's always entertaining because, you know, you are the magician. You are the illusionist yeah. of trains. This, so, this will be different, Inez, because this time online, uh, it's cost me £320 in second hand, but I'm going to do both days online in a gorilla suit. And I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be fantastic. And, well, if you come on in a girl's suit when we're doing our training, I'll laugh and I'll think it's great. And it's, what do we call that bypass of the conscious? And yeah, stuff is yeah. being enacted right yeah. in front of our eyes. <laughs> so and, funny. you know, we the thing about when we're training with you is the fun that's been had. And when you have that much fun, you learn stuff very easily. Anyway, we're on 30 seconds again and we'll keep coming and talking on the way back. So I'll see everybody on the other side. Hi, this is Inez Simpson. Thanks for listening to the show Hypnosis Everywhere. If this is the first time listening, well, we have a whole treasure trove of shows archived here and on Voice America page and on Hypnosis Everywhere website, all free for you to listen to anytime. The first year's broadcast showed the amazing diversity of the talent and the skills of those people who make up our fascinating hypnosis community. This season, Hypnosis Everywhere, the next level, will delve deep into where modern hypnosis is now taking us, the new discoveries and adventures as we explore this infinite mind of ours. And we explore Simpson Protocol Hypnosis that is taking us higher and deeper than ever before. We'll talk about the astounding insights that show us how our mind can shape and change our lives for the better. So come join us on Hypnosis Everywhere, amazing people who are on amazing adventures in this world of hypnosis. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, send an email to Inez, that's I-N-E-S, at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back to Hypnosis Everywhere and my great friend, Bob Burns, and I'm going to ask him to tell us some stories because his stories are always great and his stories also teach, so it's a good thing. So, Inez, Inez, I was just saying, I was talking with some friends the other day and they said, so what do you do uh, when you, is there something you do every single day of your life? And I thought, that's a stupid question. But what they meant was, is there anything you do to, to lift yourself? And so many years, I, I was lucky enough, I trained with, uh, and lots of people hopefully will be listening into this. So we are Sylvians. I trained with Jose Silva. And, uh, and I, in, in the early 80s, I almost became a, a Silva trainer. It never quite worked out that way. But this is, a, this is a really interesting one, which I thought was absolute nonsense. But little did I know it was going to change my life. So I was in, a, I was in a, a restaurant, a little coffee, having breakfast. And I think it was in, I think it was in Bradford. And I, I met this guy. And I was talking to him. I hadn't seen uh, John for some time now. And he said, Bob, I was with the, the Jose Silva not long ago. And I, and I learned this new thing. And uh, I know you don't know it. And I think, I think you'll love it. And I said, what is it? And he says, it's, it's this. And I thought, well, here we go. This is going to be fantastic. And he says, you simply say, something wonderful is going to happen to me tomorrow. And you say it three times, Bob. And the next morning, as soon as you get up, you say with feeling, something wonderful is going to happen to me today. And I have never been as more disappointed in my life. I thought he was going to tell me something remarkable, yeah? And it was a bit like, it was a bit like, you know, that to every day and every way I'm getting better yeah, and better. I still think that's the best affirmation ever. Well, well it's, it's the most popular in the world, that one. It always has mm-hmm. been. But anyway, I, uh, I left him. But I'm, I'm, I'm a bit funny about things like this. I'm a bit funny about if I tell, if I promise a friend something, I cannot not keep the promise. It's a, it's a crazy thing. But anyway, that night, I've had a few drinks. I'm back in my hotel room on my own. I do the bit. I look into the mirror. Uh, I'm probably, probably naked apart from my socks. And I'm shouting at myself, something wonderful is going to happen to me tomorrow. I go to bed. I wake up in the morning and uh, brush my teeth. Oh, I nearly forgot the thing. So I do the thing, something wonderful is going to happen to me today. And, and as I'll tell you the truth, it, it wasn't, it, it could have gone better, yeah? I met him on the Thursday and we're having breakfast at this place again. He says, hey, I haven't seen you for a couple of days. Did you do the thing? I said, yes, I, I, did, I did do the thing. And he says, how was it? And again, I don't, I don't want to lie to my friends. So I said, I'm just going to tell you the truth. I'll just say it quickly. I had a really horrendous, I had a crap day. It just, it just, nothing went right. And he stared at me for ages and he said, how did, you, how did you do it, Bob? I said, sorry, I, what, what do you mean? How did you say it? I said, don't, don't, you know, something wonderful is going to happen to me to, you know. He says, no, show me. I thought, oh, my God. So I said, well, you know, something wonderful is going to happen to me tomorrow. Something wonderful. He says, no, 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 no. And he stood up into 150 people in this room having their ham and eggs. He screamed, something wonderful is going to happen to me today. Something wonderful is going to happen to me today. Something wonderful is going to happen to me today. And Inez, I swear to you, everybody started to applaud. And the guy, the guy looks at me and says, you see, Bob, they know. Why not Bob Burns? What's happened to you? And I felt kind of stupid. Anyway, I do my day. I'm back at night. It's, I'm going home the next day after I go into this office. And I'm laughing at myself. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm going to do this, am I? So I do the thing. I do the full thing in front of the, the mirror. 
I go to bed, I wake up in the morning with a silly smile on my face. I know I'm going to do it. And I'm there. So I'm the wonderfulest toothpaste flying everywhere. <laughs> I, I go downstairs. I've got my cases. And the woman in the hotel said to me, Mr. Burns, you've been here all week and you're hailing taxis. There's a, there's a bus stop at the door. And for just 10 pence, they'll take you three stops to your stop. Any bus at all, they run every five minutes. I'm standing at the bus stop. There's two women and a little boy hanging on his mother's arm, yeah? And, and he points to the window and he wants a candy apple. And his mother's saying no. And he goes on and she gives him the 50 pence, waves to the woman in the shop window, will you take care of him? Thumbs up. Turns around to talk to a friend again. And the little boy walks to the shop and then stops. And he looks. And underneath the window is a tramp, a beggar. He's got the tartan blanket. And he's sitting there. He's an older guy. And the little boy looks at him. He takes a step forward and smiles and holds out the 50 pence piece. And the beggar says, no, 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 no. He knows it's just a boy. He saw what I saw. It's a boy's candy apple. He doesn't want his money. He genuinely does not. But the boy has got power. And he decides. And he drops it. And in my mind, I'm sure this is wrong, obviously, but it was like slow motion. That's the way I remember it. And it went tinkle into this kind of tin cup. And the old man, the beggar, began to cry. I mean, really cry. And the old boy looked... The little boy looked kind of shocked. He stepped back, grabbed his mum's hand. His mother said something I never heard. He lied. He wiped his mouth and nodded his head. I thought, God, he's going to have a great life in front of him. He looked back at the old guy again, and the old guy looked at him, and the old man was still crying, but smiling. And he gave the, the young boy the thumbs up. The boy gave him the thumbs up. And Inez, I tell you, I discovered, much to my surprise, I was sobbing. I mean, Sobbing, not crying, you know, with that, <coughs> that hiccup up thing was going. I've got snot coming from my nose. But here's the thing in this, you ready for this? I had one of the greatest days of my life. Wherever I looked, I saw random acts of kindness. Everywhere, absolutely everywhere. It was like that part inside me says, you want to, you want to do this? You want to really do this? You want yeah. something wonderful? We'll show you things that you don't normally see. Bob Burns. Yeah, <laughs> and it wow. did. Yeah. Guess what? I think we should start a day where we all get together and do that and start doing that every day and maybe things will yeah. change. Maybe so. Anything maybe said with conviction, yeah, yeah, that would do it. That would That's do it. always it has to be real or imagined. And if it's not got conviction behind it, there's no real or imagined. You're not imagining it in the right way. Yeah, and you've got to make seemingly, uh, well, in my experience, you've got to make that toothpaste fly all over the place. You've got, and if Martin's listening, you've got to be naked with just socks on. And you've, got to be, you've got to be shooting this stuff out here. Yeah? You've got to be it out there. I'll make sure he follows those directions. So listen, when, when are we doing our thing? Let's, okay, let's... we're doing our, our SWAN uh, training online, live with you on August 8th and 9th. And the details will be posted soon on my website. And we'll be Fantastic. sending out the information, posting it everywhere. And... You're going to be teaching SWAN and other things. Yeah, I'll be teaching the SWAN. I'll be teaching my standard consultation. Uh, we'll do a bit of stop smoking stuff. I'll put in my protocols for that. Yeah. Uh, anxiety, worry. Uh, and I want to do a thing about that guy. Uh, I've started teaching people about that guy. You know, when you go to a, if you're, if you're a therapist of any kind and you go to a wine and cheese party or a dinner, there's always that guy. He's waiting <laughs> for you. He's at, the other, he's at the other side of a long table. He knows you're coming. He's going to pretend that he's walked around the table slowly to bump into you. And he's going to say one of two things, isn't he? He's either yeah. going to say, I don't believe in hypnosis, or I don't think I can be hypnotized. 
uh, and I'm going to I'm going to show people how to not in a vicious way, but slaughter that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, they're having a bit of fun, but most people um, I know in my therapy room, I want them to want to go into hypnosis, but that guy really wants to go into hypnosis. Yeah, he just yeah. doesn't believe he can. Well, yeah. But we've got we've got skills we can use. We've got uh, ninja skills we can use. For that. So we will be we'll be talking about that. And for those who are interested, because I get a lot of people talking to me and saying, I'd love to talk to groups. I'm going to do a whole whole portfolio on that two days of how to talk to groups, how to find groups, how to open, how to test, how to do the demonstration, and of course the very finish, how to properly hand out a business card so that people remember you forever. So we'll be teaching some skills. Yeah. The skills will be taught, and we're doing it in two days. And we're doing it online, which makes it that you are focused, that you are enjoying enjoying Bob, like I enjoy him right here, the same thing. So understand that it's going to be a great time. And, you know, I tell Simpson Protocol practitioners that do that, I say, you know, one thing you need to learn is the swan, because they go hand in hand. So uh, that's what I've been saying for a lot of years. And I'm very happy to this is the first time that you and I have actually done this. And it's great. Mm. And we never got it when we were moving around the world because it didn't, didn't work in the timings. But now it doesn't matter the timing. Well, you were, always, you, were always, you were always flying first class. I, never, I, 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 I waved to you. <laughs> I waved to the front of the plane, you know. We know you're an illusionist, Bob. And that was a big illusion. But that's great. So, um so what are you doing after lockdown? Because I know Scotland's coming around to ending lockdown in the near future. You're going to get to go out to a restaurant again. I mean, we, we've gone there. We're on that, just on that verge of that. Mm. We're doing that. And uh, it's been very good here. But, you know, people are being sensible so far here. So, And I think well, Scotland, they're sensible people. So I'm sure. Well, you say they're sensible people. They're there's a difference between the west of Scotland and the east of Scotland. There's a difference between Glasgow and a difference between Edinburgh. For example, people ask me, what's the difference between someone from Glasgow and someone from Edinburgh? And the answer is, if you see a man from Edinburgh walking along the road with a golf club, he's probably going to play golf. <laughs> and that's about it, really. <laughs> I know it's coming. <laughs> so that's it. So no, yeah. in, the 17th, in the 17th of this month, Lee and I are going for a soft talk. We've got this, you know, we've got this little beetle. Uh, Ford VW Beetle. We're going for a soft top drive with some friends and we're going to Loch Lomond and then we're going to go up to uh, a couple of the other great glens and we're planning out. That's when the, the hotel's open here. So we're hoping yeah. we can book in advance and, and do something. It's going to be, we're really looking forward to that. Well, I have to tell you, we're lucky uh, where we are in BC here in British Columbia because on the Vancouver Island where I live, there's lots of places to go and see that are so wonderful. And mm. Scotland is just incredibly beautiful. Yeah. So, you know, you way, get to enjoy your own place for a while. And I think oh, that's yeah. okay. Well, and have you seen the Royals since they moved out there? <laughs> no, I think they've moved on again. <laughs> Haven't they, Martin? Yeah, yeah. They're, Do we know? They're, they've left the island, I think. Bloody Maybe got, we got scared or something. I'm not really sure. They went to Vancouver, gave it a couple of weeks, changed their minds. Bloody hell, what are they like? Well, I don't know. You know, I feel um, that they have a tough road well, because every, their expectations, but everybody, yeah. well, anybody who's that famous has a terrible time. And we're talking about famous. 
how's your lovely wife? Well, the, well, the, well I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a lovely one. You know, there's a there's a thing that's on this uh, wonderful TV program. Um, um, oh, come on, what's it called again? This thing has been all over the world, but it's loved and loved and loved in America. Um, Outlander. Yeah. Oh yes, an Outlander. Yeah. So, so my my darling Lee, who's who's from the south of England, she opened up a box three days ago, and she stared at the box and stared and stared. And I ordered it from America, and it's got in the front. It's written across the front, uh, Sassenach. <laughs> she, she just she said, "You bought this." But she's very angry, as you know. You bought this for me. I said, yes, I did. But I think she likes it. It's green with little ferns and what have you. Yeah. So my Sasnak, my Sasnak wife is doing really well. Yeah. She's, she's awesome, and she puts up with you, which is very awesome. She does. Well, I feed her up. I tonk her up with alcohol. She's fine. She's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bob, your English wife is very well known, and she's yes, very she lovely. And I, I really thank you for that. And we're just got a couple minutes left. So is there anything else we want to talk about besides the online training? Is there other stuff you're doing? Or is that it for now? Well, you know, it's a funny thing because I'm in my 70th year now, Inez. And I did something quite strange two days ago. I, uh, I took a last photograph of my place because I have a small room, eight by eight. And I've been there for many years. Yeah. I took a photograph of the famous the chair. chair. Uh, yeah. I took a famous in the chair. And I gave it a little kiss as I closed the door for the last time. So I'm not going to be doing therapy anymore down there. Uh, it's been a good run, and uh, that's the way it's been. But already I've got people from all over the world. I've got a guy from uh, Athens right now saying, uh, how much do you want for the chair? And I said, look, you can have the chair. And he contacted me today to say, the best quote I've got is 2,800 euros to get it here. But I'm willing to go with that, but give me another couple of days to see if I can get anything cheaper. I'm thinking this laddie is an absolute idiot, you know, paying that money for this old leather chair of mine, which is worth about it's worth about twenty quid, you know. But yeah, I'll, so we'll see. I don't know what the future holds for me. Doing a bit, certainly a bit online, maybe a couple of home visits, and specialising a lot for pain therapy. But we'll see. What and happens. maybe one of these days we will physically get together and be able to train together because we've been trying to do that for a long time, and we trying should, is not working. We should so make we that happen. Trying. And listen, we should make that happen. Let's forget about making a buck. But if we can just make it work, uh, your friend Berlo and I are doing something in Spain next year, mm -hmm. hopefully. And if you'd like to latch onto that as well, why not? And um, we can just party yeah. in the Costa Blanca. Well, we're hoping that definitely everything starts to settle in by next spring yeah. for sure. And because uh, right now, traveling's not easy. And it's yeah. still, even if you're allowed, you've got quarantines to concern about and all I that. Know. And on Tremendous. that note, guess what? We have to say goodbye today. Thanks That's for important. being here, Bob. As usual, you're always a what treasure. is he, Martin? A treasure. A treasure. Okay, no, that sounds good. Bloody He's a treasure. treasure. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, I do you guys. love you. And we'll say goodbye to everyone and we'll Take see care. you next time. Take care that side of the pond. Thank you for being a part of the show today. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition of Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol with host Inez Simpson. We can't wait to have you join us again next week.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the 